You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thunder, 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 thundercats, Welcome back, Thundercats fans, to another Thundercats review and recap here on the Radical Retro Rewind podcast. And today is our first joint episode. Thundercats fans, instead of having two new episodes separate, we're doing the two episodes as one Thundercats hour. So you'll still be getting the two Thundercats episodes, but in one episode format. So as always, I am Radical Ryan Hunter, and I'm here with everyone's favorite brother, Dave. David, David, what do you think about our new format that I just came up with five minutes ago? (laughs) I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, instead of having to click on yet another link or open something else up, you just listen right through. So I think it's more convenient, and uh, I think everyone will like it. You know what I found that was happening, David, when I was releasing our two episodes separate to kind of give, you know, each episode its due? I noticed a lot of people were just clicking on the latest episode because it was coming up as the newest. So even though there was two episodes being released on the last Friday of every month, a lot of people were missing one of the episodes. So this is a way to alleviate that. Let's start off with, I want to give some thanks, David. We have been getting amazing, amazing feedback, of course. Craig was our original Thundercat listener who's still there. Thank you, Craig. T-Betty, thank you so much. T-Betty is a regular, too. She loves Vultureman, and I am here for that. And then we have to give it up to somebody who has left us brilliant, brilliant, loving comments. And this is Matesh. And I'm so sorry. I am hoping I am pronouncing your name right, our friend. Please let me know in the comments if Because if he doesn't wrong. even pronounce my name right. <laughs> It's true. David knows I can't pronounce anything in real life to begin with. So <laughs> this com- our latest comment was from a month ago, and this was on the Thundercutter. Matesh says, Thank you, Ryan and David, for another entertaining episode. You are not alone, David. Siri needs a talking to about listening better. It was great to hear an extra long episode this week. Well worth the wait. Ryan, we are wondering if you'll be doing a special two-parter for Feedliner episodes coming up. 
uh, fingers crossed. Thank you. Yes, so by now, you should have heard our first double episode. It actually was the, I guess, what would you say, the catalyst for this new format. So we hope you enjoyed that, our friend. Thank you so much again for all the comments. It truly, it means so much to David and I because like we always say, is anybody out there? You remember Dawn from but the Buffy musical, her her one song. Is there anybody out there? Is there anybody that cares? Or whatever she said. She was mean to you at that show, so I don't like her. Dawny. Oh my god, yeah. At the Madonna Me. concert. She rolled her eyes when I smiled at her. Michelle Trachtenberg, you broke my heart. Harriet the spy. I just was excited <laughs> to see Dawn. Well, anyway. So <laughs> back to Thundercats. So everybody, our first episode this week is Mandora and the Pirates season 1 episode 31 that aired on November 4th of 1985 Officer Mandora arrests the renegade robot Cracker and takes his I can't even get past Cracker Cracker I I heard that too and I was like I mean I know it's because it's supposed to be a pirate and the bird like Polly want a Cracker like yes yes I didn't understand why that was the term that they used for the robot pirate and there was the Jolly Roger too there was the Jolly Roger well and, and Snarf knew all about it too but it's so fun you're right like I guess since 85 it's so funny to hear the characters like Mandora just be like Cracker it's Cracker well the other thing is we're going to the gray penile planet yes. <laughs> matter of fact yeah she takes the space freighter to the gray penile planet and Cracker traps her and releases all the prisoners so that's the premise of this week's episode David <laughs> Um, so I have questions, some few few questions, but I guess you should go to that beautiful Thundercats Wikipedia that is the thing where we draw all of our information. You're so glad. D- David's right. I, so here's the thing. When we, when we do these shows, I probably have seen that episode in the 80s and maybe even the 90s, probably half a dozen times of every episode, but it's been then a span of like 10 years or something or more that I haven't seen them. So when I watch them again, they really... There's some things that stand out. Like it's like the first time all over again. Like Lipton doing every single voice. And like <laughs> and Mumra names. Karen. And especially in our second episode today, Mumra is above and beyond. Mum, Mumra is my it's my go-to for, for everything when it comes to being a Karen. Let's go back to Mandora and the Grey Penal Planet. So, Mandora in the Pirates, while out on a routine space patrol in her Electra Charger, Mandora encounters an old space freighter which does not meet the intergalactic standards. She boards the ship for inspection, finding only its captain on board. She instructs him to land the ship on the Grey Prison Planet for further inspection. And meanwhile, Lionel and Snarf, who have been monitoring Mandora from Cat's Lair, recognize the old space freighter as being the Jolly Rogers, the pirate ship of the notorious Captain Cracker. So first of all, you got Lino that's so bored that he's listening to the police radio. Stand by port 769er. We're groundbound. Listening to the police band? It's Mandora hauling in a space freighter. I'll see if I can get a picture on the monitor. There it is. Look at that old space wreck. Have you ever seen one like it? Why, snarf! That's an old X4 neutron drive! Wait a minute! Look at that transom! See how it's shaped like an ancient galleon? That 
That's the Jolly Rogers. The what? The famous pirate ship. Years ago, it plundered the planets. The captain was a renegade robot named Cracker. He was exiled into a fixed orbit and left to space rot. But he can't still be around. No? Warn Mandora! Now! Before it's too late! I'm trying to see if there's a speed trap going in case the feliner, I guess, comes out. Or no, was this before? This was This was after the feliner? And thank you for pointing that out because... Shouldn't they be able to travel into space? He mentions he can. And also, I want to say snarf while he comes upon lionel listening to the police radio he's holding a candy cane candy fruit this time but it's literally just a candy cane and he's just walking around with his his snarf candy cane oh lionel he's like are you watching mandora again oh my god i want to know if the technology advanced at that point because i remember the cat slayer with the cat eyes not being able to see things on third earth but now he can clearly get pictures up in space so that's something and the other thing that's really a really this whole episode that is sort of i don't want to say irked me but maybe believe it or not speak on it speak on your feelings how does mandoras breathe in space how did lionel breathe in space space? a matter of fact that is part of our trivia it says this episode also shows the existence of gravity in space but in other episodes they were not able to breathe in in space and in this one Lionel is so that is either a mistake or the writers were just they're just like just go with it who cares electric charger electric charger but here's the thing here's the thing I'm willing to sus- suspend belief that Mandora is on the electric charger and it like creates some sort of a barrier so she can like breathe in space and I'm willing to go moment, right so maybe she's okay I'm willing to go with even the fact that the sort of omens protect Lion above everything and has some kind of <laughs> yeah okay okay at the end of close to the end of the episode he gets pushed off the plank and he's being hurtled towards third earth to die he would have in the vacuum of space with he didn't have a sort of omen so one of the reasons why i didn't like this episode so much because it was like if he would have gotten to the feliner and had to like board the ship through like the means that we know how to do it right here's actually an idea david could it be that the feliner is still out dropping off snarfer with panthro and chitara and that's why it wasn't available for him to get there because there's no explanation because the feliner would have been their space vehicle now and he's like there's no way i can get here but mandora says by the way get here immediately when she gets taken thundercats here this is lionel i'm trapped in the pirate ship and they've overrun the guards and taken the prison what can i do get here immediately but we have no intergalactic vehicles here then listen up we've got beam to beam contact so I'm going to send you the Electrocharger by remote control. Project these numbers on your communal computer board. Ready? 10, 22, 18. Immediately. He's like, what can I do? She's like, get here immediately. A matter of fact, and Snarf, mister, he knows everything. He goes, that's Cracker! <laughs> that's the Jolly Roger, and that's Cracker. <laughs> the 
captain was a renegade robot named Cracker. Like, I don't care how you get here, but get here if you can. <laughs> get here if you can, that's right. So I'm going to be Wikipedia for a second. So Captain Cracker, Mendora, she's trapped in his cockpit, so to speak, I guess you would say. She knows that he can't blast her because that he'll damage his, his only ship to get off of the, the, the planet. Right. The gray planet. Right. Warning! Warning! You are on board the pirate ship called the Jolly Rogers Buckle! Take off her timbers! Take off her timbers! Warning! Captain Cracker, I place you under close base arrest. Not likely! But he ends up taking Quick Pick. Is that what his name is? Quick Pick? Yes! Is his name really Quick Pick? Because that's what you, when you go buy lottery tickets in the States, you, you, you go, you go and say, can I get a Quick Pick, I guess, lotto or whatever, Quick Pick. <laughs> it actually is Quick Pick, though. It really, it is actually Quick Pick. You don't know if you're going to get a lottery ticket that's going to automatically pick the numbers for you at random, or you're going to pick up some interplanet planetary. Or Grasshopper. Is he a yeah, Grasshopper or Praying Mantis? I don't know. So, anyway. Well, we know he's a robot because at one point his freaking arm gets removed by a bolt. But besides the fact... You're right about that. <laughs> But we have other ways. You recognize Quick Pick here? I'm told he's an old friend, a reformed man, and not popular among the other honest thieves and murderers. I assure you, sir, I am neutral here, just doing my time. Now, Officer Man. Dora, either you leave my ship, or I'll literally take this one-time king of the pickpockets apart. You can't threaten the law. Oh, oh please, sir. I'm right-handed. Oh. Stop that! Cease at once! Oh, oh it's loose! All right, enough! I'm coming down. Wise decision. I, I'm, I'm just going to, excuse me, I'm just going to tear this episode Go through it, go through it, go through so it. So Cracker, Captain Cracker, knows all about the planet. He knows where people are. He knows that Quick Pick is, is Mandora's <laughs> like, little buddy because he's he's helped out. In previous situations where he's not as bad, he's, he's so, sort of reformed. He's serving his time. He just wants to make do. That, you do find out that they're going to boil Mandora and boil. <gasps> but here's the best part. Cracker says, Captain Cracker says that there are a lot of hungry robots. So they're going to eat her flesh? Our cooking pot is ready. <laughs> It's time for the main course. <laughs> Boiler in oil. Boiler in oil. Boiler in oil. And 
are robots that eat flesh? That is what I was gonna ask you, because, okay, one of the prisoners that come out is a giant rhino, okay, but the other one looks like a robot that's in class. Saint Spider-Man, don't get the rhino after me, this is the Spider-Man. Anyway. That's true, but he does look like they want to be the rhino villain, and the other one is all I can describe is as a plastic man or an exoskeleton toy from the 80s with a metal body inside. He looks like, the, do you remember the movie They Live? Yes, yes. Has- like the, the, the head like it's an open brain with like a fish tank thing over it kind of that kind of or like when mars attacks yes like when mars att- plastic plastic and snarf also does say she's always in trouble i've got to get there fast to help out mandora that police person is always in trouble of course that's the business she's in oh my god he's like that police person yeah he calls a police always, person and lino's like well that's her job defending his woman you know right because we did touch on this before he kind of has something for mandora i think it's because she's mysterious and she's in control maybe and he likes that he likes that (laughs) so he's he's the lord of the thundercats but he ain't in the in the bedroom he's the he's as helpless as a kitten and he needs somebody to keep him down by the way she sends the electric charger to him she says put in this coordinates and it will come to you and it does it comes for it comes for lion now it takes him to captain cracker so cracker has mandora tied up over a top of a giant boiling pot of oil as he begins to lower her in Lionel and quick pick arrive just in time to save mandora from being boiled alive you also find out that Lionel cannot use the sword of omens because of some sort of gravitational thing by now captain cracker is boiling her in oil what stay here if you want i'm going after mandora Wait for me! Anyway, you've got that sword! The Eye of Thundera cannot be activated here because of the magnetic field. You mean we have to tackle this on our own? No, what was that about? But yet it does everything else. I can't use the Sword of Omens here because of the gravitational pull or something. And every planet has gravitational pulls. That's why it keeps you on the ground. So... Well, that's... I don't understand that either. Like, and how would Lionel even know that? Unless it was something that Jaga maybe told him in, in spirit form around the, the way? I think it's because the Sword of Omens would have easily overpowered all of these different mm. these different entities. That's true. They're not a, they're not unique in any possible way, really. The things that they're like random robots that you know shoot a lightning lightning <laughs> stuff or whatever. But they did say it was the worst criminals from all over the planet. But yeah, you're right. Years collecting criminals. But yeah, you're right. They were generic villains, like fill in the blank villains, and two of them. Maybe Cracker was keeping everyone else. They could have easily thrown in a couple of mutants that looked like Slive and everything, yes. and actually made a tr- thing where they escaped and could have been part of a, a new crew of bad guys. Ooh, that's actually a great idea, David. Uh, that would have I actually know. elevated Mandora and the pirates a little. <laughs> Oh, I mean, we already said that she was over the pot of oil, but I will say that Mandora selfishly surrenders herself. Selflessly, you said selfishly. 
Oh, <laughs> Mandora selflessly surrenders herself when she hears Quick Pick being taken apart, his bolt in his arm, and she's like, "No, stop it!" So she does have she does have a little. What did she say? You can't intimidate the law, or you can't stop the law. He's very yeah, well, something like that. But listen, I guess you can because you know Quick Pick has a little a little place in her heart. I wonder on the Gray Penile Planet if he is one of those prisoners that goes by the book he's just serving his time at this point and he's semi-cowardly too that's what he's yes captain cracker says they are hungry prisoners Mandorin quick click escape but lionel gets caught by captain cracker and his cronies they tie him up blindfold him and make him walk the plank into outer space just as Lionel steps off the plank, Mandora and Quick Pick catch him in the Electrocharger. Captain Cracker sails his ship to Third Earth with the intention of attacking Cat's lair. Lionel uses the Sword of Omens to summon and warn his friends about the impending danger. The Thundercats set off in the Thunder Tank to intercept the Jolly Rogers as it lands in a nearby river. So David, we already have the Berserkers as land pirates. Did we need space pirates, or are you okay with that? Spaceballs! Well, it's Spaceballs the musical! We need Spaceballs. I, I honestly, I, I'm i gonna go with, with this episode, I'm gonna go with, and, and forgive me if anybody's out here that put their heart and soul in this episode, or wrote this one. I think they just needed some extra filler, and then like, let's just throw another. Let's throw another pirate in. Let's throw in. We we want to bring Mandora back in some way because she can be a reoccurring character. Let's just throw in another prison You're thing because right. again, right. the same prison. It's the same thing from the last time. Prisoners, evil prisoners, escaped on these little, you know, from the little cages that Mandora's dropped on Third Earth. You're right. And yes, pirates seem to be the theme. But I will say this. Knowing that Third Earth is so much like the Dungeons and Dragons ride, it makes sense that there's pirates because they're like a ragtag bunch of like criminals and stuff. That's like very raw. That's like when we go back to even the history of our Earth. Yes. First Earth, yes. if you're going to call yeah. it. That there were pirates and, and kind of these type of things. So I guess it's... it. it, it it kind of lends the fact that even space is raw and the final frontier. Final, we're not talking. Yeah, no captain. There's no Captain Picard or Jane Way or any other. No Babylon Five going on up in this place. <laughs> well, okay. So the Berserkers do that cliche with repeating things three times. So they were like, "What can we do with this pirate?" Okay, we're gonna give them the Jolly Rogers, and that's gonna be a spaceship. And we're gonna give him a mechanical parrot, and we're gonna call him Captain. Cracker. So that's the difference here. We gotta give it up to Mumra doing Captain Cracker's voice. I hear you, Mumra. I hear you in there. I'm surprised he didn't bust into something. Mandara! <laughs> as soon as Captain Cracker and his robot companions emerge from the ship, Panthro fires a net from the Thunder Take and succeeds in capturing all of them. Mandora later arrives and takes all the prisoners back to the Grey Penile Planet. Few trivias for this episode. In this episode, Lionel reveals that the Sword of Omen cannot be activated in a magnetic field. In the pilot episode, Panthro explains that he chose Third Earth as the Thundercats' new home because it had breathable atmosphere. Yet in this episode of Thundercats, the other characters are shown to be able to breathe in outer space without suits or equipment. In this episode also shows the existence of gravity in space as shown when Lionel walks the plank and begins to 
fall through space. So that is actually another thing. Yeah. Why would he fall down? He should float, right? Or burn up. My theory is this. The ship was so close to the upper atmosphere of third earth that he was pulled by gravity. Okay. Okay. That makes, that actually improves. So it's like when someone sends a GoPro camera up in space and and it they and it falls down to the earth and they take pictures of it it's kind of like so he's far and maybe he's far enough above the planet but not so far that he's in space i don't know i can see willa from here and her oh, tree cop kingdom and we usually ask for a biggest bungler but i am gonna move the biggest bungler to the end of this double episode so we could see out of the two episodes who was the biggest bungler you're going to save our normal who is the biggest bungler to the end of both episodes so that we can decide between the two episodes who was the biggest bungler. So we were not feeling Mandora in the pirate state of it. I agree. I'm with you. I feel like it was generic. I feel like it was a filler episode because this was a daily show. So you got to have a filler episode once in a while. I liked that Mandora fell into Lionel's strong animal arms. (laughs) You think they were trying to set those two up as love interests? I don't know, but she's very demanding, so he might like that. I don't know. Curiosity killed the cat. You better get yourself here now. Immediately! Wow, okay, Mandora, okay. And he did it, and he did it. Immediately! Get here immediately! And he listens. He gets promptly to it. into action when the Thundercats return to face the forces of evil. No Thundercat will ever give in to evil. Fly into action as the superheroes battle Mumra and his pack of mutants. We'll smash the Thundercat once and for all. So get ready to light the fuse for danger this fall with the Thundercats. Weekday afternoons at 3.30. So then, David, we travel all the way to November 5th of 1985 for season one, episode 32, The Return of the Driller. So I gotta say, where Mandora and the Pirates was a little eh, I found Return of the Driller to be a great episode. I have many, many notes. And you know when I have notes, it's good. This is great because honestly, Thundercats fans, we had really nothing to say about Mandora and the Pirates. I think everything is going into Return of the Driller. So it is a race against time for the Thundercats when Mumra orders the Driller to... (laughs) It's a thriller, thriller night. You're fighting for your life. It's a race against time for the Thundercats when Mumra orders the Driller to bore... This says to bore a tunnel from Azit Lake to Cat's Lair. Bore? So... Let's start off the episode, David. It is Wily Kit and Wily Cat are enjoying themselves picking apples in the forest. We get to see unicorns again. We get to see a unicorn fountain, a matter of fact. And you see them riding unicorns, blissfully playing and collecting apples. I, first of all, am very happy to know that apples survive to third earth. <laughs> but so. does that mean they're irradiated? Bill, Bill Gates, I guess you should be putting all apples on all of that farmland that you're buying in the Midwest because apparently it will survive the apocalypse and becoming third earth. So, apples, people. Apples. No, but Mumra's like, they have the most pesticides. <laughs> no, I wrote down pretty much what he said. And this man is off his rocker. He's looking in his... Oh my he's God, looking you speak in his on magic it. Tool. He's, he's, he's looking. 
And this man <laughs> is at the epitome of Karen, giving me Karen vibes this whole time. He says, and I think I'm yeah, quoting it late at night, Karen Ra, <laughs> Mum Karen. <laughs> Mum Karen. <laughs> Mum Karen basically says that it's a, it's what a quaint, tranquil scene as the Thundercats are romping and playing unmolested on my planet. I will, on my planet, he says, I will soon put an end to this fragility. The Thundercats romp and play unmolested on my planet. I shall soon put an end to this frivolity. Begone, foul image. Trailer, send the devil of the deep earth. Mamra summons you once more. So first of all, it's his planet. This is every Karen in an HOA community. How dare you put those on my property? It ain't on your property. How dare you? You are romping and playing unmolested on my planet. Okay, so for, I got so much things to say about this whole... Wait, he is furious. He is so pissed off. He, and then he says, basically, to the magic the magic cauldron pool of darkness, turn this off. I'm not watching this anymore. He's pissed. What does he actually say? He's so mad that he's like, no. turn this off. I've had it. He's had He's basically, he's done. What's the word to use? Because it was so pissed. Here's when we cue the clip. Be gone, foul image. So now you just heard the clip. What <laughs> Oh. oh, be gone, foul image. <laughs> he says, be gone, foul image. <laughs> Mumra, he was on it this episode because, like David says, he is extremely annoyed that the Thundercats are thriving on what he claims to be his planet. Oh, yeah, and you didn't buy enough Girl Scout cookies from my daughter when she came to your house. Yeah. You told me you didn't have money. I told you could pay by check. I told you could use a credit card. You could Venmo me the money. You will now be gone, you foul image. Karen, unmolested. Karen, oh, you walked around unmolested? Well, now. Now would you want to see what happens? I guess we should just state the obvious that this, it wouldn't be used in this. I'm so shocked that Hulu didn't censor this in our day and age, the unmolested part, even though it is innocent. It's not meaning what it's, it is. Unmolested meaning unbothered. Unbothered, undisheveled. Yes. You know. Aren't you shocked though that someone like in our day and age, it didn't like have some random person in 2022 going, the Thundercats have gone unbothered for now like just i could just picture them adding some terrible dub to to cover that up but no so why is it that he's why is it that he picked the thunder kittens in this very episode because we know he's always watching them does he just go show me a random thundercat and like let me see what's going on over he here his little pinky his little finger to the to the cauldron the pool of darkness i'm calling it the the viewing pool or his arlo cameras because he's carrying the arlo, arlo. <laughs> 
He has Arlo notification. cameras set out around Third Earth. Couple in the treetop kingdom with the with Willa. He's got some at Cat's Lair. He's hidden. He's put some at you know. He just he presses the, the unicorn forest. A, he, yeah, he gets a notification that the you know that the acid river is you know. Well, this is like those, if you ever see those Bigfoot hunting shows, they put trail cams out and that go off when you're in a certain section of the forest. So yeah, the Thunder Kittens were riding those unicorns. As a matter of fact, standing on their back to reach those trees. I just love that every time they have this banter, they, they always, Wiley Kit and Wiley Cat, they're always, she's always, she's always like, you're gonna fall. And he does. It's like, haha. Like he is the, he's like the, I didn't realize watching now, having seen it again, that they're not mean to each other by any stretch of the imagination. They have fun together, but. They the less coordinated and the brother is less coordinated and but they have fun with it that's nice i like that they do that i do like that and they keep that theme like david's saying which is a great point falling off the space boards falling off this yes he is always like oh i'm gonna fall wily kid let's go back to the black pyramid mumra decides that he is gonna go all out. He calls back the driller, the sand devil of the deep earth. I love that that's his term for him. And uh, let's just say Mumra is feeling his oats today because he goes for this low-hanging fruit. He abuses the driller. He verbally abuses the driller in this episode. He goes... You like diamonds? Oh, oh, you like diamonds? No, you need them or you become useless. Tell me you become useless. Tell me I am your king. Diamonds, driller. You like diamonds? It is not a question of like or dislike, almighty Mombra. Without diamonds, a driller's drill point rose Yes, dull. And when your point dulls, you are useless, correct? Yes, yes, all-powerful one, unable to move and buried under earth for eternity. I'm glad we understand each other. Then you shall do as I say, Driller, or I shall stop giving you a diamond. I shall do as you say. I shall do as you say. What? I shall do as you say, Master. Tell me. Tell me you want me. Tell me. Tell me you need me. Tell me you love me. Because he goes, it is not a it is not a matter of wanting a wonderful one. I need it. That's right. You're useless. Tell me you're useless without these diamonds that I supply to you. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> tell me you me. need. Tell me you love me. Tell me. Tell me everything. Tell me I'm your world. He's not getting it from the mutants. So he's literally like, who can I call up today? Oh, the driller. I give him some diamonds. And he says, yes, whatever. And he's like, yes, what? Yes, your majesty. <laughs> whatever he makes him say, yes, yes my, you supreme wonderfulness. Whatever he does. He really needs the boost today. 
Do you know what? Every time I watch, the, and he takes him into, I love when they show like different parts of the pyramid though, where they're like, this is the yes. treasure room with the diamonds again. And he's like, you, he's like, I just love it. Diamonds. I love it all. Do you remember when we were younger, when they had that kitty litter that sparkled? I and, think they still do, sadly. Yes. And it was the, well, first of all, I thought it was toxic and poisonous. There was a little cat I'm going, sure it is. Diamonds, diamonds. Abner, we're rich. We're rich. It's our new litter. It's got diamonds in it. You are mistaken, my friends. The diamonds are odor-absorbing crystals in Tidy Cat's Crystals Blend. Whatever. Tidy Cat's Crystals Blend. That I thought was that, and then, of course, I was thinking of Marilyn. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. But I prefer a man who lives and gives expensive jewels. A kiss on the hand may be quite continental, but diamonds are a girl's best friend. Our driller's best friend. I had I had an image of of Mumra dancing around with diamonds on. Du, 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 du. Oh my god, David! I think I need to come up for the Instagram page if I could do this. Like maybe the driller in a Marilyn white dress and and, and Mumra giving him diamonds draped in gold. <laughs> Tell me I'm beautiful. Tell me you want me. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> Tell him I'm your everything. I am your master, <laughs> your beginning, your end. <laughs> this planet again, he's really upset today, Mumra. Oh, he's, he's like, dead. no. So, unaware of the grave danger they are in, the Thundercats are carrying on their daily activities. Snarf is preparing applesauce using the apples that the Thunder Kittens pluck. Hey, Snarf. That smells great. Um, I sure would like a taste of some of those apples I helped pick. Snarf, snarf. Don't get any ideas, Wily Cat. This applesauce is for our late night snack. How come we get to stay up late tonight, Snarf? Well, Tigra and Panfro are working on a new super fuel for the Thunder Tank. Tigra says he'll have the formula ready by late tonight. Mm, we're gonna celebrate with the applesauce! Mm, mm, more cinnamon. The adult Thundercats are testing out a new super fuel invented by Tigra for the Thunder Tank. Where is this Tigra? Tigra, we need you. Give us your super fuel that lasts for months. He's like, with a drop! This drop just, oh, this is all it takes. No, what I was gonna say is the Thundercat, the, 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 why the kitten, why the cat were able to stay up later because. Um, oh, wasn't that sweet? Snark was making applesauce to celebrate to celebrate fuel. The, the, the new fuel, and Tiger said he would be ready by the later in the evening. I thought that was so wholesome, and that again shows why Mumrai hates them so much because they're even though they're fierce warriors, they're also very wholesome and loving. And because I have kids, of course, and applesauce, and it's just being cute. And I wish that my kids would eat just more applesauce as desserts. Maybe you have to make it like Snarf does. Yeah, it's so funny. But I mean, it's cute because like David's saying too, it, again, these are kids. We, we forget because they are warriors and they're making something special out of the whole thing. Celebrating. Yes, they're getting to stay up late. It's a, it's a celebration. And I was just happy there wasn't ap they weren't apples of death. I'm, sure, I'm, well, I'm so happy they weren't poisoned apples in the deadly apple forest of hell. You know, because well, that's what happens in, in Third Earth. Everything is... David, this episode alone, they go through everything you could think of. Tigra's making the fuel and suddenly Lionel detects a foul odor in the air. 
Maybe it's something Snarf's cooking. Snarf, what in the world are you cooking? Why, it's your favorite, Lino. Oh? Red alert! Get ready for possible evacuation of the lair! What's going on? That foul odor! I put it through the analyzer. It's ultrasolvic acid. Same stuff that's in Acid Lake. We've got to get to the control room and see why Acid Lake is flooding. Lionel uses the Sword of Omen sight beyond sight and discovers that the acid is right under the lair. Tiger suggests that the only substance that can neutralize the acid is sponge fog. And the Thundercats rush to a What? It's literally a sponge. Supersonic. Su supersonic. So the Thunder Tank soon reaches the valley where the sponge fog grows. Panthro engages the tank's cutters and they carve out a block of the sponge fog. And this is dramatic too. Lin Limpin's like, I've touched rock when they're cutting the the, the piece of <laughs> of <laughs> the sponge fog. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> I feel rock. <laughs> She's like, I hit. And they're like, we need a size. I'd, I'd like to feel the rock. Too, Lynn. Poor Chitsara. She we need twenty. Dwayne the rock. I feel the rock is near. Panther engages the tank's cutter and carves out a block of the sponge fog. As the Thundercats start to tow the sponge fog, rock men start pe pelting the tank with giant boulders from the tops of the cliffs. And this is a great idea. Snarf says, too bad we can't use that sponge to reflect it. And they do. Lionel's like, push it up. So in order to avoid the shower of boulders, Panther decides to take the detour through the forest of the giant insects. Of course there is a, a forest of giant insects. Why oh, wouldn't good Lord. there That's, be? It must be like living in Australia. It's like living in Australia. What are you talking about? Don't tell me I don't know about giant insects. Go to Australia. You know... <laughs> you know... I forgot to say this, David. Then when when Mumbra's going about his whole plan to tell the driller what to do about the acid, there was the shot of the ancient spirits of evil and they had their Alexa eyes glit up because they were listening. Like Siri Alexa eyes. They weren't saying anything, but they were glowing listening to Mumra's plan. Like, what is he coming up with? And then all of a sudden you hear, Mumra, do you want to re do you want to repurchase Tootin Tiny's formula? From from Amazon Prime, your bandages, you're due to buy more bandages. <laughs> no, but you know what he buys instead? An hourglass. Just to be more dramatic, he pulls out an hourglass. I think he's actually gonna go to sleep. I got the idea that he was putting that hourglass out and he was gonna go back to sleep sleep in his tomb yeah exactly and i got wicked witch of the west realness going on with <laughs> and it isn't long sweetie it isn't long dorothy <laughs> he's like no this is it they're not gonna get through the insects they're not gonna get through this but they get through the insects david but then the thundercats encounter is it mechanosect the mechanosect yeah. and then a then a giant beetle but the cats manage to vanquish both the bug the tank then abruptly stops due to a fault with the transmission and lion exits the tank to inspect it but immediately gets seized in the mandibles of a giant worm and this is when snarf is like no he's been gone too long and you see that in the back seat chitara tiger and the thunder kittens are just mm, oh they just sit there in their chair and just wait to be activated we didn't get the drug yet the light the eye light up drug no we can't do anything so Lionel manages to grab his sword and summons the other thundercats panther tigra and chitara attack the worm and let it go those cursed thundercats have escaped the acid but without the protection of Catslayer, 
they will be no match for Marmara. And one hour is all it will take for that acid to turn cat's lair to liquid chowder. One hour, Thundercats! That's all it will take to destroy everything you have on Third Earth! So seeing that the Thundercats has successfully overcome all obstacles that he had given them to face, Mumra decides to delay them himself. He knows that they're coming up, David, to the... Wait, wait, wait. There's so much going on here. You gotta, you gotta go back. There's so much going on. So Mumra has been watching everything on his viewing... <laughs> I'm calling it his viewing pool as always, his, his, his viewing pool. And he is getting more and more pissed off. He's like, he says at one point, I am the immortal one, but they keep surviving. Oh, yes, everything. I am the immortal one. And yet they That's survive. I'm the head of the HOA. I'm the president of the HOA and they still get things approved for their house that I don't want. So I think it's pretty funny. And I also think it's funny that he, he basically says one hour till it all will be, will be taken away to destroy everything you have on third earth. Oh, he does say that everything you have, everything. And then he also says he's putting their lights out permanently. He wants to put their lights out permanently. And then he says something about when Lino, like with the worm eats cat, how fitting or something like when the worm got, he was feeling it just all over the place. He really did have emotions. He was disgusted with his afterlife or immortality at that point. But when you say something like, I'm the immortal one, but they keep surviving everything, that's, I just, that's like, I would hear, I think I would hear that in like some kind of a vampire thing or like on Charmed or something, like when they do, I'm the immortal one. I am the immortal one, yet they survive every ordeal. But now, their time is running out. <laughs> I know, so this is when Mumbra's like, what did this life give me, Ageland Spirits? You, you gave me depression. You gave me loneliness. What did this immortal life give me? I can't even kill these Thundercats, but I don't want to. I don't want them gone. I mean, because honestly... We know he don't want them gone. In this episode, he didn't want them gone. I, I still believe he likes to play with them. But he's furious now. He's, he feels like he he is truly a sociopath and, an, and a narcissist because he thinks that everything an affront to him, everything is against him. Like, they're eating apples. They're not thinking about you, Mumra. Those are his apples, David. Everything is like being spit, like they're spitting in his face, like telling him, ha ha, they're not thinking about you. But that's what I'm telling you. That's why he's that crazy. He is a crazy. Their pure existence is spitting in his face. Their existence. So. I want to do a shout out to the Lake of Acid and the River of Despair for this episode. Oh my god. Why is there not one piece of third earth that is not going to kill you? Literally giant insects, rocks. Apple bitten. That's the you know, I bet you... Give us a few, give us a few more weeks, David. Those apples will be poisoned somehow. The acid is going to come from the ultrasonic acid is going to come. 
And why is it like this, David? Why is it like this? So they're trying to get to the, the Bridge of Light, right? Where we saw that the Unicorn Keeper usually has to put a, a whole ceremony, put the crystal in the thing. She already had it up for them. The shark wasn't there. The spider shark. The great widow shark. Maybe she just permanently did it. She's like, you know what? <laughs> I don't want to be it's bothered. The honor, it's the honor system. You know, like when you go to like a, you know, when you go to like a farm stand and it's like, Pick the grab your own and put the money in yeah, the box. Yeah, put your eggs. Yeah, get my eggs, my unicorn eggs. Whatever she's like, she's like, just put a couple of dollars in the box. It's on our system here. We can walk the bridge. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna have it set up permanently. Cause didn't we see that it took a unicorn had to bring over a diamond and put it in a into the into the more di- diamonds. Yes, right. The diamonds. driller. Those diamonds are mine. Bring them here. He says, oh no, I'm transforming into Mumra the Ever-Living, and I am going to break that bridge of light. So as they start to cross it, Mumra flies in and destroys the bridge. The Thunder Tank falls into the River of Despair below. After almost being sucked into the whirlpool of affinity, the Thundercats manage to reach the Cat's Lair just in time to plug the hole in the foundation with the sponge fog and save their home. I'll hammer a hole through to the foundation. Then we'll swivel the thunder tank and pack the foundation with the sponge fog. All right, let's do it. Okay, so one, Mumra literally flew in, flew out. He didn't wait to see if his plan was going to work because he, again, thinks this is, this is it. All he had to do was hit that bridge, let them fall down, go into the whirlpool of infinity. No. And then is that acid still there from for forever now outside cat's lair just waiting past that sponge fog because mumra could have just said remove the sponge fog remove the fog so there's two things that i wanted to bring up one is when mumra transforms this time you get a double like the the ancient spirits of evil you see them like it happens twice like they're i don't know if that has to do just with just the way they cut it or whatever like you see it like the transformation with the eyes and then it goes back to them again like he's really pumped up escaped again but for the last time their only way back is over the river of despair this time i shall put out their light personally Ancient spirits of evil, transform this decayed form to Mumra, the ever-living! The other thing that also intrigued me about this was that Again, at the very end of the episode, you're right. He does leave very quickly being satisfied with what he's done. But then you realize that he's very weak and he has to go back to sleep again. And he basically is like, so again, as a child, I remember being frightened, not frightened, but like a little like leery because it was like really volatile and violent, vile the way he transformed. But he's not as strong as looking at this kind of stuff i feel like he's not as powerful as i thought he was or at least he has he's like a cheetah you know when they say cheetahs can only run up their top speed for a short period of time yes i don't know he's like your 18 year old self guys you know what i'm talking about young guys you only last for a few you know you give it your all and you only last for a long a short period of time my time has run out but i will never give in 
I will return and wipe the Thundercats off the face of Third Earth! <laughs> You know what it is? I think it's because the ancient spirits of evil did this to him, so he stays in line. Because if he had that ultimate power continuously, maybe he would try to overthrow them? Or, you know, do something else or not be... I think this is their way of keeping him under his thumb. Like, we give you power, but it's limited, Mumra. Your grandfather, I don't know if you remember this, your grandfather used to say, don't ever be envious of somebody. They always have a price to pay. You might not see it, Ooh. but basically, there's always a price to pay. You might think they have everything. So he might have immortality, but there's a price to pay for it, which is... Craziness. Miser misery, loneliness, insanity. Great service. Clean up that pyramid. He is the classic definition of depression. Honestly, it, I mean, it's true. Even though he's crusty and old like if you lived it like i'm gonna go i'm going off on a weird tangent here because mental health is very important and <laughs> not not mumraz obviously but you know he lives in a pyramid which is obviously a former glory right yeah so you're thinking i'm thinking yes. he was some sort of egyptian whatever Arrow. former glory would you not want to keep up your would you not want all these beautiful like whatever is on the walls everything to be adorned with your gloriousness as opposed to being all crusty and whatever well i mean that probably explains in the future if and when mumra might get a pet i think that might be a good idea wink wink that might help with his depression so, some notes in trivia, Thundercats fan. Much of the scenes in which Mumra summons the Driller and pays him diamonds was reused from Spinning Image when the Driller made his debut. When the Thundercats are trying to free Lionel from the grasp of the giant worm, the brief sequence of animation focuses on Tigress Bolo Whip licking through the air is taken from the show's opening titles, which I did notice. It was like the Bolo Whip on a blank screen, like from, from the intro. And despite the title of the episode, the driller only appears for a few minutes in the beginning, is not seen again. <laughs> Bye, driller. He got his diamonds and he ran. Oh, you know what? Come, thinking of trivia, was the, going back to the previous episode with Mandora, since we're doing our new format, was that when Lionel called the Thundercats from space, was that not from the opening credits too? That when the, when the streak of like red goes across third earth? Oh, yes. No, it doesn't say anything, which is actually weird, because usually they tell you when it repeats footage. But it, I know it's exactly what you're talking about. It's that same effect of the red Well, beam. somebody, anybody out there listening, let us know. This leads me to ask you, David. You bungler! Once again, you have failed. You bungled it! Who was the biggest bungler? We have two episodes. Was it Mumra? Was it the Driller? <laughs> was it Diamonds itself? Was it Captain Cracker and his group of Rhino and, and Plastic Man? Was it Snarf's applesauce burning? <laughs> <laughs> was it Wily Kid and Wily Cat falling off of Unicorn? Yeah. <laughs> was it them going unmolested in the forest? 
what what I'm gonna ask you first, you first, because I always have to answer this first. I think if memory serves me well, who do you think's the biggest bungler and why? I'm going with freaking Captain Cracker because I don't like his existence. I don't like that he exists. I actually like the character's look, but what? Why are you here? Why are you here, Captain Cracker? And they made you an action figure from LJN back in the day, too. You got your own action figure, and Mandora didn't. So Captain Cracker is my bungler. I do like his bird, though, his parrot. I'm going to offend a lot of people. The biggest bungler is the person that allowed that cartoon with the pirates (laughs) to be aired. (laughs) I'm going to look to see what the writer was. Okay, so this was written by William. The producer bungled that one. You really bungled this one. <laughs> so call the name out on this podcast. I am. I hope. I actually just want to see if they've written. <laughs> I hope you're miserable from this. Let's see the episodes that William Overgard wrote. Mandora, Evil Chaser. Okay, so he's got a thing for Mandora. The Fireballs of Plunder. Okay, he introduced us to the Inflamer, so he's okay for that. Mandora and the Pirates. Dr. Dome Tome. Another winner of an episode. The Thundercutter, which, okay, that was Hachi Man. Sword in a Hole, which we didn't get to. Cracker's Revenge. Captain Cracker comes back. This is, he's known for this. He's He's known for these episodes. There's more, but I don't want to spoil them. Screw Loose, The Circus Train, Swan Song. So 50-50, I don't like his... I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry, because, I mean, we got... This is our feelings. These are our feelings. Fireballs of Plundar. Yeah, that wasn't bad at all. Thundercutter, possibly. But Dr. Dome Tome? And and Cracker's Revenge? I could almost (laughs) imagine what Cracker's Revenge is going to be. I remember Captain Cracker coming back, but... So, William. Till we meet again, William. Okay, so William was your biggest bungler. I'm sorry, William. I hope he's alive, and I hope he's listening to this. What, so we can insult an older person? Oh, that's great. You know what, William? Your work lives on. You gave us Mandora. You gave us Lynn Lipton doing Mandora impressions. So that gives you credit. That alone. <laughs> yeah. This is where podcast turns. <laughs> we, we break Evil. We break hearts. No, honestly, I, I'm glad for whatever Thundercats we get. I mean, it, 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 you have to have some fillers. I'm just basically saying that for me, so far as of what we've watched, Dr. Dome Tome and this pirate thing, not my favorites. Not at all. And and I'm entitled to my opinion, so, but yeah, you don't want to, you don't want, we're not trying, we're, we're having fun with it. We're not like dogging somebody. Oh, no. But yeah, it's not our favorite. Herky, no Herky and no Cracker. Especially when you you go from Mandora and the Pirates to this episode that we just did with Mumra going crazy. There's such a quality difference. Thundercats fans, we hope you enjoy our new format and us being more all over the place than ever before. We hope that we also gave you some laughs with Mumra Karen and just his pure crazy shenanigans that this man comes up with. So that alone. Next month, we will have another Thundercats. Thundercats Hour, Power Hour, maybe we'll call it, with two new episodes the last Friday of every month. Parting messages, David, for our our kitty cats? Maybe we should call it the Ho Hour. (laughs) Ho! You know what I say? I say, I still think they're diamonds. Diamonds! Tell me I am your master! Yes, that's what I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave you with that. Tell me I'm everything. Tell me I'm your world. You like my diamonds? Poor Mumra. Oh my god. It was like when we went when we went to that um that farm thing with the kids. The guy that was dressed like Marilyn Monroe or whatever. He had his diamonds on. 
<laughs> we should have asked him. Do you know the driller? <laughs> the Maryland flyer. I bet you he knows the driller. I'm just saying. Oh my god. Dun 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 dun. Thank you, Thundercats fans. Until next time, stay safe and wear your diamonds. Bye-bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.